The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to Eric's Family BBQ. BBQ.com for more information. You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? Friday morning, flying through one and uh, getting you into your weekend as fast as possible. It won't be, won't be long before we're talking about Christmas again. 50 weeks till we talk Christmas some more. How about that? In? Right around the corner. Right around the corner. Uh, it is... Uh, Time now for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And I told you about that uh, Glendale place that I trained at with Tony. Tony Sprague, now the the new heir to the throne in Glendale. He's got that one. That's all his. He is the owner-operator of Glendale. And I, I went out there, and I'm like just blown away at the design and how cool that place is. It's open now, ready to go. 59th Street and uh, Greenway, I believe. Or 59th Avenue, I'm sorry, in Greenway. And uh, Tony's uh, more deserving than anybody that could get that. Great trainer. Uh, all the trainers at uh, Tactical Black. Unbelievable. I'm going to the House of Brews up there in Phoenix with Jay and Josh. We get a whole bunch of stuff. And like I've been telling everybody, I, I just got off uh, an email with a guy who's like, uh, I've got a bum knee. And I'm like, dude, I'm getting, I had my left hip replaced. I'm getting my right one done in February. And I still go there and train. And they work around it. And I constantly remind people. You're in whatever shape you're in right now, you're ready to start this. You don't have to worry about losing 25 pounds. Yeah, Brett went with me one day. Yeah. And you'll gas out. Oh, yeah, 100%. But you'll be like, wow, this is amazing. And you can stop. The things you're learning aren't exactly like – it's not running in place or running on a treadmill. It's like you're moving, you're doing stuff. And whatever shape you're in, you're ready now because guess what? Like I've said a million times, a bad guy on the street doesn't care what kind of shape you're in. Somebody who has bad intentions aren't, isn't going to go, all right, you go get in shape and then we'll, I'll come rob you later. You just don't know. So uh, it's always good to have tools in the tool belt, no matter what shape you're in. Plus, you're going to get in great shape doing it. So quit talking about getting in shape and get in shape. Resolutions are stupid. Make a lifestyle change and do it with something that is an absolute blast. ReactDefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black, Phoenix, in the beautiful Glendale, and out in Chandler as well. Brady, entertain me. Here are a couple of uh, movies that the scripts were changed by the actors. Oh. Basically kind of improving a scene, and then they went with it. For example, Gene Wilder's scene in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, where he walks out with the cane. Does the somersault? Yep. Did That's it. made up. Yep. Wow. Hmm. It's a pretty smooth somersault, too. And they liked it. Um, the iconic line in Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, when Leia says, I love you. Mm-hmm. And his response was, I know. Oh, that was Han Solo. Yeah, yeah I was thinking yeah. of the time that it was him. That was Han Solo. Yeah. He made that up at the time. Pretty sweet. In the Wolf of Wall Street, Matthew McConaughey <laughs> hits oh, his the, chest. That thing with his chest. I, I'd seen something about that, uh, but uh, DiCaprio thought, oh, that's cool. Let's just go with that. Yeah. 
Well, they said that that Scorsese just told him to keep going because you you can see DiCaprio on the scene like look off screen yeah, like what, what's, what's going, going on? on here? Yeah, <laughs> McConaughey actually does that to lower his voice to get his voice to lower really as an exercise uh, before he does some shots. So he's like he threw that in there as that. Where sells you, Lincoln? I love that Lincoln Navigator. So I'm before every saying. Lincoln commercial, he's out there. The other uh, uh, Harrison Ford does it one. Work? I don't know. I'm going to try it at home. Was in Raiders of the Lost Ark, where he pulls out the gun and shoots the guy with a big sword fight. It's one oh, of yeah. the funniest Because he was sick. Yeah, and he didn't one. want to do yeah. any long scenes. He's supposed so to get into a fight boom. with a dude with a saber. And the guy does all that trickery with a saber, and he just pulls his gun out and shoots him. Because yeah. Harrison Ford was sick that day. Yep. Didn't want to get into a fight. Hmm. Rutger Hauer edited the, original, um, edited the original Tears in the Rain monologue in uh, Blade Runner. Oh, I don't remember that he one well enough. He wrote the line, all those moments will be lost in time, like tears and rain. Oh, I don't remember that either. either. That's beautiful. the very ending. Yeah. Is it Joe Exotic needs your help paying off uh, Carol, Carol Baskin. Baskin. Yeah. He's got a uh, GoFundMe. He needs 500K. As of uh, Tuesday night this week, it was at uh, $425. Good. A lot of people are jumping in. We're all done with it. You're done, Joe Exotic. Back to the trailer park. The Girl Scouts are honoring Betty White with a patch, a Betty White patch. Be pretty cool. What, what is it? What do you have to do to get it? You have to uh, rescue an, a wild animal. <laughs> oh, I see. You have to go attack. So they're encouraging Girl Scouts to go out there and wrestle a wild animal yes. into a cage. Well, that's brilliant. Good. That's what Betty would have wanted. I've always said that. <laughs> is Betty? When is her birthday? It's coming up here. Like the 12th it or is. something? It's either. Because what a great uh, tribute to Betty White for all those people that say for her 100th birthday, you give five bucks to your favorite. January 17th. Okay, it's coming up. Yeah. Her favorite animal charity. Which I think is amazing. It's crazy. She, um, she had asked, I think it was whatever the donation, it goes to the um, Los Angeles Zoo. Well, she wants that, but yeah. everybody else is saying for her birthday, for your local whatever. Yeah, she was a big one for the LA Zoo. Yeah. Because she had a thing for Jim from uh, Marlon Perkins' uh, assistant. Okay. And it's uh, not true. That's where it came from. Yeah, she, she was a big a friend with him. For him. Oh, yeah. She wanted to give him. No, no. If she wanted to, she would have. She was Betty White. The Aston Martin DB5 that was in the Goldfinger, if you're mm-hmm. a James Bond fan. You know which one that one is, Brad? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. In the Goldfinger? It's, a, it's the, the Goldfinger one, movie. Yeah. It's the one yeah. that's in, you know, all the Sean Connery Beautiful. movies and stuff. It was uh, purchased in 19. 19- um, 86 by this guy from New York, Anthony Pugliese, and uh, he bought it for $275,000. Fast forward to 1997, the vehicle me- mysteriously disappeared from a secure airport in Florida. It's been gone for 25 years. The car has? The car has. They located it. Oh, where? Guy got the uh, serial numbers, and they're able to locate it. It's in the Middle East somewhere. They won't sh- say... Can't quite bring it back. Goddamn Al Qaeda! <laughs> they can't bring it back. Well, right now they're trying to get the whole thing to get it back. But he bought it for two hundred seventy-five thousand. You know, it's worth now twenty-five million. They have to go to like SEAL Team Six to get the bond card. I'm not sure. They just it's said worth it's it. in the Middle East right now. We have yes. to go through the right. Uh, you know who could find it very easily? To get through it's there. me. It's too bad you don't have the skills to go find my vehicle. You know who would have never lost it? Me. I'd have shot the son of a bitch who even tried to touch that vehicle. Wow. $25 million? Yep. 
That should be the next James Bond movie. Their story's written already. Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> that's the best Bond movie in years to go get back the Bond car. Of the three Spider-Mans, mm-hmm. who made the most money? Toby Maguire, Tom Andrew Holland, Garfield. and Andrew Garfield. Yeah. I would say Toby Maguire probably because so it was the first ones. You nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tom Holland made 250000 for his first appearance as Spider-Man, and then, uh, which was in Captain America Civil War. And then Spider-Man Homecoming, he made $1.5 million in salary. Well, because Toby bonuses. did three, didn't he? He did three. The difference is um, he got 7%. Oh, he got the oh, he got a kickback. So it's, on uh, the original Spider-Man, he made $4 million. Then the sequel, he got $17.5 million plus 5%. And then Spider-Man 3, he got $15 million and 7.5%. So he's made thirty six and a half million. That's pretty good. Always get points on the back end. Yeah. That's Doctor. how because Robert Downey Jr. made sixty million off of uh off of the, the Iron Man. End. And then it yep. ended up after like everything was done with the series of Iron Man stuff, he's almost made a billion dollars because he's just taking money off the uh, back. So as uh, it's ridiculous. I don't know if it's that no, it's high, a ridiculous it? amount of yeah. money. He's the executive producer, he owns the movie. And then as an actor, he got a bunch off the back. So he's got like $600 million from just the Iron Man stuff because he owns the rights to all of it. It's amazing because it's like a, a movie in the – what is it? Or maybe it was points off of that, but it's like $600 million when you read it. It's an insane amount of money. Dr. Dre could lose millions if the Super Bowl halftime show doesn't happen. I saw that. It doesn't matter. He's because his insurance. Him, yeah. We just gave know, half but- of it to a girl. Yeah. It's interesting because the uh, out is the insurance has a communicable disease ex- exception. Yeah. If if it's rain-based or something like that, there's an insurance says it will pay you back for what you put in or part of it. But if it's an uh, illness, the insurance company won't cover. So if they cancel cuz of COVID, right. He doesn't the insurance is out. not there. If um I know you're familiar with Cobra Kai. Oh yeah. Um the fourth season is coming out, I think, fourth or fifth. But there's a lot of music in the 80s in it. Sure. About each one of the seasons, the uh, director says he's tried to put an ACDC song in there, but he can't do it. Can't get the rights. Too expensive. Right. He goes, of all the ones, I mean, you know, they have Bon Jovi, they have Guns N' Roses, The Crew, Poison, Rat, I understand that, but yeah. ACDC is just too expensive to put in there. Would they be For considered the, the biggest name of that the group you just rattled off? Bon yeah, Jovi's big. I'd say ACDC, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, look how long they've been around. Depends on they what are, song you want to use, but, too. And look at Back in Black. We were talking about it earlier this morning. Biggest album ever. Ever. And that, uh, yeah, it depends on what you want to use. Because if you want to use something like Thunderstruck, I bet you it's cheaper. But that's a 91 or whatever. Yeah. The so. last uh, the last Thunderstruck attempt was a recent season during a montage Johnny Lawrence training Daniel LaRusso his way. A Thunderstruck is not an 80s song. They ended up going Breaking Out of Hell by Airborne. Close enough. Oh, so they don't care about the era. Yeah. Okay. They just Airborne wanna... sounds like ACDC. Yeah, it's the same though, sound. So, yeah. Exactly. And Airborne is unapologetic about No, they admit it. Yeah. And I admire that. Yeah. Like, we like ACDC. And they're good, too. And they're really good. Uh, all right. You almost done? That's it. That's it. There you go. There's your entertainment drill, everybody. Uh, Mo has got the COVID, we think. This building is getting beat up by it now, too. So she just texted and said, I got a horrible cough. 
I'm not coming into work just in case, and she's going to get tested. It's the COVID. She's got it. Toledo just had it. we got three or four people downstairs where this building is ravaged by it, which I highly recommend you get it because uh, once you recover from it, like I have no pressure. I don't feel any. I'm, I'm a month away. I don't feel like it can get me now because I can't get it. Yeah. You know, you're probably back on to where you could probably catch it. You certainly can because you haven't had you it yet. You still feel that way, though. You still feel that confidence that – do you have it still? Yeah, like I mean, not like I want to go out there and. I mean, you're going to lick feel like, and if it came back around, it wouldn't be as long. Just more of a yeah. pain. Than you anything. should get tested to see if you still have the antibodies. Just for fun, because you got the vaccine, so you're double covered in case. But it's great. I'm a month removed from having it, and I feel like it, it invincible. And what's more, I don't care. But the pressure's off. Like everybody goes, "Oh, I got COVID," and I just walk around like, "Okay, it's it's nothing." Uh, but Mo's not going to do it. So uh, Toledo is back, luckily, from his COVID. We just exchanged one for the other, and he's going to host the Squares today. And that means it's time for you guys to call 585-9800. The first Squares of 2022 are coming your way if you'd like to play. we got tickets to go. So let's go uh, send them to Matt Reif. we got tickets. Oh, no, we we've got that, but I got one up. Tell me what it is. I believe we can dig up some tool tickets there for you, you guys. I forgot about that. Yeah. Tool's coming up. All right, tool tickets for Matt Reif. You choose. You know, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do both. We can give the uh, the that's right. The loser, the loser gets unless, whatever's left over. That's exactly. Winner gets the choice yep. between Tool and 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 the, and the delicious uh, Matt Rife. <laughs> I'm sorry, Matt. It's a good show. It but is. Let's be honest. You'll be back in a couple months. Will Tool ever come back? Uh, these are good tickets. So uh, the winner gets Tool tickets if they want them. Uh, a great second prize as well. Uh, and all you got to do is call 585-9800. We need a girl, we need a boy. The Guadalupe Squares are next. The best the world has to offer in music, drama, and comedy. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.